Well, anyway, let's get started with Sunday message. Let's let's talk about mamas today. That's uh, I don't typically try to coincide messages with holidays and events, but um, today I just seen this to be appropriate. Um, some people may call it a coincidence, but I'm looking at uh, some things prophetically this morning as as we're getting ready to come back to church and get back into the order of of kingdom business. I see the church as it parallels with mothers. Um, the church is considered the bride of Christ. And um, as we go through this message, I, I don't really know how this is going to end up. I don't, I don't know how it's going to, I don't even know how it's going to start. But um, as we get into it, I'll praying that God will unfold this thing and relax my mind so he can use it. But um but anyway, we are on our way. Let's go to uh let's start in Isaiah Isaiah chapter 32. And uh, go to verses number nine. Isaiah chapter 32 and verse nine. Nine and 15, I do believe. We'll, we'll jump over there too. So Isaiah 32, nine and 15. And it says, rise up. You women who are at ease, hear my voice. You complacent daughters, give ear to my speech. Verse 15, until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field and the fruitful field is counted as a forest. What we're, what we're seeing here, this is, this is Isaiah speaking to the women, and he's, he's telling these women that have become complacent to, to rise up. And it's not, this, isn't, this isn't a call for a mother just to rise up um, until her child gets home from school or until her child comes home from service. This is, this is a cry that mothers would arise and, and seek the countenance of God and, and look into the presence of God, hoping to find and, and diligently seeking what God would have do in their lives, and not only in their lives, but generations to come, and those that are acquainted with her, and those that have been appointed to her, and those that are in connection with her. This is a call that women fall on their face and get into God's presence and bring forth whatever it is, and this he got specific here, and he says, until the Spirit has been poured out from upon high. So not, not just until you go to church, but until the church itself is full of God's Spirit. Not until you get a warm fuzzy and you grab a goosebump, but until everyone around you begins to seek and diligently seek God's presence. This is a, this is a call. See, we've, we have been set out for a while, and, and my fear has been since the beginning that that the church would have been positioned in a place of complacency. Now we have gotten used to 
not going to church. We've gotten used to not proclaiming the gospel. We have gotten used to not witnessing to people around us because we have been tied to a certain position in our home and we're not to be let out and to be let go or whatever. But here, here's the thing about caging a wild animal. When you let it out, only God knows what's going to take place. So this is a thing. I'm, I'm looking at this as mothers in parallel with the church because the church has been called the bride of Christ. So in in spirituality, the church would be recognized as a mother, as a woman. So this is a thing that when we're talking about women rising up and, and not being complacent, we're going back to the church and we're calling forth the church now not to not to be complacent, not to sit back in in what has been normal, but be be prepared and and, and get ready for what is to come and and not only get ready for what is to come but begin seeking God's presence and begin become diligently in your seeking God and and not just sitting at home and and saying this little now I lay me down to sleep see as we grow as a church as we grow in Christianity we are to begin lifting our prayers our prayers have to become a little higher than what they were as a as a child see we teach our child to now I lay me down to sleep but as a father and a mother and as you grow into maturity of Christ your prayer begins to be one of that that you start calling forth life in those things that which are considered dead you you begin covering your family you begin covering your children you become covering your churches and your homes and and your leaders in the country your your prayer has to grow as you grow in Christ so as we as we go through this and we unfold what's taking place in these scriptures, I want you to begin to parallel mothers and the church. Because I believe this is I believe this is a word for the church, not not just for mothers. It's it's not coincidental that it's on Mother's Day that we're going to talk about this. I, I believe this is a prophetic thing for the church and it's it, it's time for the church to become to become ready. It's time for the church to start calling those things that aren't as if they were. It's time for the church to to begin calling upon God's spirit and upon God's presence to to actually have that thing manifested. See, that's how we that's how we manifest what's in the spirit into the flesh. We begin speaking that thing and calling that thing in. It's it's the agitation of the spirit. If you remember when Elijah was taken up into heaven, it was the whirlwind. It was the agitation of the wind that took him up. It's the agitation, even even like the bee, because we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Deborah this morning, and and it, it's the agitation of the bee. And Deborah actually means honeybee. It's it, it's the queen bee. It's it's the bee. And when she gets into her nest and she gets into the colony, she doesn't leave there. She stays there. But she directs the other bees as she begins to agitate the nest. She begins to flutter her wings, and and they say she begins this dance, this this crazy eight, and she begins to agitate inside out of this nest and she begins to send out these other bees that they go out and they find the fruits and, and they find everything else and they bring it back to the nest and they have their nourishment so it's in it's in the agitation of the spirit so it's time for the church to begin to agitate the spirit the spirit has been just sitting there waiting to be called upon it's been waiting to be to be called out it's been waited to be appointed to something and it's time for the church on Mother's Day to begin. So don't be complacent, Mama. 
I've entitled this message, Get Up, Mama. Get up, Mama. It's time for the church to arise to the place that she has been called and how she, how she has been set for what's to come. Let's go to Judges chapter 5. And I'll read 1 through 12. Judges chapter 5, starting at verse 1. Then, then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinam, sang on the day, saying, when leaders led in Israel, when the people willingly, willingly offered themselves, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princess. I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will sing praises to the Lord of God of Israel. Remember, this is, this is the song of Deborah. This should, be, this should be the cry of the church. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth trembled, and the heavens poured. The clouds also poured water. The mountains gushed from before the Lord. This Sinai before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted. They were the highways were the highways were unoccupied. They were deserted. The travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel until I, Deborah, arose. Until I, Deborah, arose. Arose a mother in Israel. They chose new gods. Then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was, was seen among 40,000 in Israel. My heart is with the rulers of Israel who, who offer themselves willingly with the people. Bless the Lord. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road. Speak, speak. You who ride on white donkeys, speak, you who sit in judges' attires. Speak, you who walk along the roads. Far from the noise of the archers, among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates. Awake! Awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song, arise, Barak, and lead your captors, your captives away, O son of Abinam. Father, this morning, I, God, I believe I need you now more than ever. God, I ask for clarity in my, in my mind. God, I ask for fluent, for fluent speech. God, that your people with an ear would hear what it is the Spirit would be saying to the church this day. God, bless your people and cover your people. Give peace and tranquility. Father, we'll bless your name. Not only for it, but in it. 
So, Father, today, have your way. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When we, when we talk, we talk about Deborah and, and being the mother, I think that we need to go back and re- revert back into Genesis because Genesis is, is, is like the, the, the seed book for the entire book, if you will. It's, that's the, the place of, of new beginnings and for the most part. And if you find it in Genesis, you'll find a thread all the way through the book. And when we, when we look back into Genesis, we find in chapter 3, verses 16, where, where God speaks to Eve. But I, I believe that this wasn't, a lot of people think that this was just a, uh, that this was just a condemnation on Eve. This was, this was a, a, a curse that came upon Eve, and, 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 and I'm looking at it like this, that it's a prophetic word not only to Eve because we have to understand that when we're talking about kingdom and we're talking about God and we're talking about his word, this is a spiritual aspect. God is not flesh. God is a spirit, and when he speaks, he speaks in spirit, and he's talking about spirit, what takes place in spirit. And when he looked at Eve and he, he told her that in, in, in verse 16 that in, in through pain, Pain. In pain, you'll be you'll be, you'll give you'll give birth to children. In pain, and and I believe that this would be a prophetic word from God to from from God to Eve, but through generations. And it was a thing that was actually directed towards women, because every woman since then, this was something that was directed toward womankind, because every woman since then has travailed. Every woman since then has 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 experienced pain in giving birth, and and. and I believe that this would be a prophetic word that God would be giving to the church that in times of birthing that there's going to be pain, there's going to be adversity, and here the church sets now. The church is setting in in pain. The the church has been set on bed rest, and now it's time that the church begins to gain its strength, gain her strength, and begin to walk out the things that God has called them into. But when we're looking at Eve and and th- that word pain, it, it talks about it talks about labor. It, it it talks about it talks about fleshly pushing and 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 it's it's the irritation, it's the agitation, it's it's the spreading, it's the swelling, it's the bleeding, it's it's all of it. There's a there's a point in childbirth that isn't so pretty, but with with with. The big blessing comes the big problems, comes the big pain, comes the big hurt. So we've got to be cautious when we're looking at the things that we're going through. I think it's good for us to go through some things. I think it was David that said it in Psalms 119. He he, he put it like this. He said, it was good that I was afflicted. It was good that I was afflicted. And and we will stand and curse affliction when through the affliction we grow. It's through the affliction that we remember what it was that we've been taught up to that point. And it's whether it's a pass or a fail. Are we going to pass this test or will we fail this test? But here we have, we've got Deborah that's, Deborah that's a, that's a rising, she, she arose and it's, it's, if we can sit and break this thing down and look at the Bible throughout the Bible, every time that there was a season of interest or a, or a, or a, new, a new season, a, a, a bigger thing that was to take place, God always would raise up a woman. He always raised up a woman. Let's, let's think about it for a moment. What about Sarah? 
See, before Isaac, there was a Sarai. God raised up a woman out of Sarai and called out Sarah and made her a mother of many nations. He, 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 was, he was showing and, 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 and giving us a representation of what it looked like to mother many nations. What about, what about Hannah? Hannah. Hannah, she, 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 had the, she had the doubt of everyone around her that this thing that she sought after, that she desired so much, wasn't able to take place, but it was in the trust that she had in God. It was in, it was in her faith that she would go and that she would worship with her, with her husband every year. And she, she found inside of her the, the, this desire that, that overwhelmed her so much. I believe that she was laboring in pain even before she labored to give birth and she was before God and she was sitting there and I could just see it now God you need a prophet in the nations and, and I need a son if, if we can just get together if we can make this thing happen I will give this son back to you and out of that comes Samuel which introduced the kingdom of David one of the most righteous kingdoms that went on from eternity that actually that Jesus came from so I mean when we're talking about women and we're talking about these things that's going to happen these seasons that's taking place. Joshabed, she gave birth to a Miriam and an Aaron and a Moses, and look what happened. When, when Jesus, when Jesus himself was about to enter into his death, burial, and resurrection, there was a woman that was raised up to anoint his body. See, it's not, it's not just a, this isn't a, 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 a a, 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 a sexist type of thing. It, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that when we see women that that enter into the scene right before seasons that take place that that have that have turning points in the kingdom and and that that turn us about the, these things are a sign. When you see a woman being raised up, this is a sign. This is a spiritual sign. I believe that there is something new that's getting ready to take place in the atmosphere. There is something that God is about to send. What about Rahab? I mean, don't count yourself out. Some of you women are sitting there going, yeah, but I'm not that woman raised up. God can raise up a hooker. Raise up, De raise up Bo Rahab, and Rahab brings forth Boaz. See, when we start to see women appearing on the scene, there's a, there's a new season about to enter the scene. There's something else that's about to take place and and Deborah has been called to to arise and to stand if you if we look back into history and get back into like chapter 3 and chapter 4 of Judges we'll find that that Israel every time that they were sent someone Ehu when they were sent Ehu he came in and and he would judge Israel but when Ehu died and he passed away Israel turned back like dogs back to vomit they turned back to their same way they turned back to what they were used to doing and they went back that way and it took again yet someone else and it took again yet someone else and enter the scene here comes Deborah and when Deborah entered the scene of Israel there was a turning point for Israel so today mama get up get up mama get up and take take your rightful stance 
See, there, there's something, there is something about it. even, even in history of, even in history of this country, when you, when you look at these women that were behind the scenes and that would actually be teaching the men the word. See, the, all we remember is the men that were preaching. We, we, wasn't, we wasn't educated. We weren't taught on the fact that there were women behind the scene that was actually teaching them the word because up until that point, they were not allowed to be behind pulpits. So they, here they were preaching to the men, and the men were preaching to the people so when we start seeing a new thing that's taking place, and that's where I bring this, I, w- I want to bring this woman and the church and bring this parallel. In Acts, the Bible tells us that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. It's not until the church has been in its fullness before the sons and the daughters begin to prophesy. It's the mother. The mother births. The mother births. The church will birth this move. Church, are we ready? There, there, there's a call. There's, there, there's a mandate. Anytime that you see the, the, this mantle, this, this matriarch, this matriarch blessing, this matriarch anointing, you can rest assured that there's going to be something that takes place. And I believe that we're at that point with the church. Mama, church, get up. It's time to arise. It's time to arise. We have to stand to our feet. We can't be oppressed. We can't be suppressed. We can't be depressed. We need to stand. We need to, we need to come to the forefront. We need to stand. If, you, if, if we're going to lay down anywhere, it's between the altar and the porch. We're not going to be laying down because someone said lay down. We're going to be laying down because we're interceding. We're interceding for the church. We're interceding for the country. We're interceding for the world. So if we're going to lay down, that's where we need to be laying down. Not at home. Not on our couch. Not on our backside. It's time that the church, mama, Get up. Mama, see there there's something about a woman, man. A woman, a woman is created to carry. She's created to carry. God knew what he was doing when he created woman. The woman understands and maybe 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 the church doesn't fully understand. There's pain. Man, it's, it's good that we've had to experience. It's good that we have to Now we've got a different perspective when we say, oh, it, it was good that we got to go into the house of the Lord. We'll understand that now. That, that won't be used so loosely when we're leaving and saying, oh, it was good. No, th- this is going to be this is going to be good. This is going to be real good. It's, it's good that we were able to gather. In the house of the Lord. So women, bride of Christ, it's time. See, you've been, you've been carrying. 
for generations. You've been carrying for generations. And I fear that we have just decided that the carrying is enough because we've kept it within four walls. Go around and look. We, we, we've kept what we carry inside of four walls. See, there, there, there's a birthing in the spirit that is ready to take place. And whether you're ready or not, here it comes. See, you, you've, get ready for it. Make a way for it. Pay attention to it. So I don't know, I don't know if you've actually sat and thought about this and, and looked at purpose and looked at call and looked at destiny and but I believe that the bride of Christ has been impregnated. And there's going to be an outpouring of the Spirit. I mean, let's look at Mary. This is timely. Look, look, at, look at Mary, minding her own business, and found her a man was going through the proper steps, the proper procedures. She done everything that she needed to do exactly the way tradition and everyone else would ask of her to do. And God showed up agitating the spirit, impregnating Mary. And on the scene, here comes Jesus. Church, you've, you've gotten comfortable. You're used to not having church now. That's why we're going to have church. We're going to get the body back together. And we're going to pull on the kingdom of heaven. We're going to learn what it is to take hold to the horns of the altar. Church, it's time to give birth. See, you've been wanting a revival. You've asked about it. You've talked about it. But the desire wasn't there. It's good that we've been separated from a building because your hunger has grown. It's good that we've walked through troublesome times because your desire has grown. I see God call on a church, a church that is willing and ready to take a stance and to give birth, to give birth. Man, we, we, we as a church will bring kingdom to fruition here on earth. See, it's you. You're, you're, the, you're the carrier. You carry. 
You're designed to carry church. I'm talking to you. Church, you're designed to carry. You're designed to give birth. You're designed to nurture. You're designed to call it into existence. You were called. You were impregnated for such a time as this. Get up, mama. Get up, church. Church, it's time. It's time to get up. I see God doing something major. Something major. I've I've been kind of silent through this all, but I see God doing something major. Man, can can this be the beginning? Can this be the beginning of what's been spoken of generations before? Can this be the beginning? Will this be the time? Is the bride ready? Is the bride ready? He said he's he's coming back to get a bride. He's coming back to get a bride without a spot or a wrinkle. And I would think he would be like any other father. That his desire is that his bride would birth. Church, are you ready? Are you ready? See, it's, it's, there is something about a woman with a matriarch anointing that drives, look at, look at, look at Barack. When, 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 when Deborah stood up, when Deborah began to speak and, and she began to give direction to Barack, let's rise up, let's go. And, and Barack, this, this was a man, this was a man that was full of wisdom and he said, I won't go unless you go. Behind every good man, there's a great woman. Today's Mama's Day. Today's Mama's Day. Church, you're a mother. You're carrying something special for the Father. So on Mother's Day, I want to, I want to encourage you to, to begin to seek what it is that God would have us do as a church in us individually because we're the church. When, when two or three gather, that's the church, not the building. This building's been closed, but church has been open. When two or three gather together, there he is. Man, what he could, what he done with 120, just imagine. Just imagine. Man, if we would all just come together, if we would all stand as one, if we would all be, become united, if we would all set aside our differences and, and stop splitting our hair on, on man-made doctrine, if we, if we would all just focus on, on what the purpose is of the kingdom and, and who God is on the church and who Christ is over the church, if we would all just come together for a moment, what could happen in the church, not just in the church, what could happen in our community, what could happen in our cities, what could happen in our states, what could, what could take place in our country. What, the government is on his shoulders. Church, what are we doing? What are we doing? So for Mother's Day, let's be the mama. Let's be the mama, church. Let's, let's be the bride of Christ and Let's get up. Let's get up.
You've got something special in you. You're, you're, you're more than conquerors. See, oh man, there, there, there's churches that don't think that they're beautiful, but you're special. There, there, there's churches that think that they, they can't do, but you're, you're special. See, God, God ordained. God's got so many different nucleuses running around. Man, can you imagine having his mind being multidimensional like God? Could you imagine what we could, what we could achieve and what we could get through if we could only have his mind? God's calling this church. God's calling this church. And it's time for the church to get up. So church, let's let's begin to seek. Let's let's get on our face. Let's let's look for God in everything that we're doing. Let's let's look for God in everything that's taking place and let's find out what it is that God would have us do. Where where do we stand, God, in this in this time? Where where do we stand, God, in this adversity? What is it that you're calling us to do? What is it that you're wanting me to move into? Here I am, Lord, send me. So be encouraged today and love on your mama. Don't look at your mama and say, Mama, get up. Don't, don't do that today. Just love on your mama. Let your mama sit down today. Tomorrow she can go back at it. But today let her sit. Guys, I can't wait to see you next week. I'm so excited. I, can't, I cannot wait. Don't come here expecting to, to start at 10 and to leave at 1030. You might want to get here at 9, and we might want to leave at 2. We don't know what's going to happen, but I, I promise you this. The Spirit of God will be released in this place. We will allow God to have his way and do his thing. I'm asking that you come as a readied vessel. So, Father, today... Father, I, I speak blessings upon your people. Father, I speak that I, I speak life. I speak life back into the women. Father, that you would raise up once again a, a matriarch anointing. God, that your women in, in your in your in your fold, Father, would begin to stand and would begin to take their place. And that Father, that they would begin in the moments of their men beginning to wane and to wander and to walk off. God, that they would begin to seek you out and they would begin to pray things into existence. And God, that they would stand in the gap for their men. God, that when their men would come back around, that God, we're not going to have to worry about the men taking action. We're not going to have to worry about the men picking up the swords. We're going to be able to just to sit back and Father, watch the men take their rightful place because of a matriarch anointing God that was spread over your church in this day and Father we just bless your name for it we thank you today Father we anticipate you we anticipate you we expect you God have your way in our lives have your way in our homes and our families our churches Father, take care of your people as you always do. God will bless you along the way. Father, I thank you for what we've had to experience. God, that from this time forward, oh, it's not going to be normal. I don't want normal unless it's kingdom normal. God, this earthly normal thing is, is aggravating. It's not agitating, it's aggravating. I want to be agitated by your spirit. If 
by the way, I, I, I want us to walk by and speak dead things back to life. God, I don't want normal. So, Father, have your way in our lives. Father, we'll do our part and present ourselves to you as a sacrifice, a living sacrifice to fulfill the purpose that you have impregnated into us. And Father, it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Make sure you eat good today. So men, you might as well put your apron on because mama ain't supposed to do it. But I'm tired, so mama's going to do it. Love you guys. We'll see you at whatever time you get here on Sunday. I'll be here waiting on you. God bless you.